When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and welcome back to our golden 20s podcast my name is tegan and i'm joined with my co-host sadie and we are back hopefully in video format again (laughs) thank you to our 11 youtube subscribers (laughs) who have joined our little group but uh yeah we're back and we're doing a little q a episode because we've had some pretty rapid growth over the past couple of months so we wanted to answer some of the questions of people who are maybe new listeners or you know that kind of thing or people who have submitted questions that maybe wouldn't be enough for a full episode but we still wanted to make sure they all got answered so yeah we're excited to a some of your cues yeah a some of your cues I love that and also, yeah. sorry, just going back to the video podcasting for a second, you can also watch video on Spotify. I know we yeah. keep like saying it's a YouTube thing, but if you are listening on Spotify, that's maybe how you submitted your questions. So yeah, that's another fun plug for that is we do put a question or poll in the, sh- I guess it's kind of in the show notes area of each episode. So check that out. Yeah. As of last week, you can start seeing us on video, which i was saying to Tegan how much more stressful it is recording this <laughs> podcast Yeah, because already I thought so much about the things I was going to say, how I come off, and now I also need to worry about how I look. And just before we started recording, I was having a breakdown around my ring light reflecting in my glasses. So, <laughs> so that just goes to show how, yeah, how stressed I am about this. But all this to say, you can see us and hopefully the ring light isn't too distracting. <laughs> People are yeah. like, nobody noticed this except for you, but whatever i do wonder if there are people who have only ever like listened if they saw our yes. faces and were like oh they don't look different than what i thought yeah i was wondering that too and even just like the vibe because i feel like yeah when you listen to for instance it's kind of like when you have a favorite song that you listen to on repeat and then you watch the music video and you're mm-hmm. like that is not how i imagined that song like that is not the vibe of that song at all yeah but so i'm like I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully we're not a letdown. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think we're trying our best. And if you guys don't want to watch on video, obviously you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. There's always going to be audio. And if for whatever reason, you know, the video fails one week or whatever, we will still without fail be posting the audio. So do not worry. This has just been our fun little experiment to level up. So yeah, that's what's been going on. Yep. (laughs) Great. I was going to say, one day we're going to have glam squads. It's going to be like time to record the podcast. It's going to be like we're getting ready for like Mm -hmm. a red carpet glam squad. They're like, you know, doing our hair, doing our makeup, and we sit down. It's a high like budget production. Oh, yeah, guys. And we're going to look back on this video 
when the ring light was reflecting in my glasses. <laughs> yeah. And be like, hey, we had to start somewhere. I love those ones that have like full sets. That would be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Although that would mean we would have to like travel to do our yeah. podcast every single time. But we'd yeah. probably like the podcast would be our full time job. So I could sacrifice right. leaving my house once a week. <laughs> yeah. Probably. True. 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 Yeah. I did want to say this random antidote before we got started because I heard this and was like, I need to share it with the podcast. As I said last week, I joined a hockey team. I'm the only girl. We're in the 18 plus adult safety hockey league. And my team is like my age and older, all men. They all work at a brewery together. So you can kind of picture them. And we had a game on Sunday and the one player, he didn't play because he said he hurt his back going to the Era Tours movie. And I was like, what were you like? Were you dancing in the aisles? Were you doing flips? (laughs) He said it was just from sitting in the chair, which seems unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But I was like, that's the spend- worst. At least like play it yeah. off as like, yeah, I was doing flips down the aisle. Like I was or, like, crowd just surfing say you hurt your back. back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bring exactly. up the Aerostore movie. Yeah. I felt inspired to bring it up because we talked so much about hockey players last week. And I was like, this is that's their true so nature. Their true colors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a life. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, Tag. Sorry that. You're welcome. Sorry that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I don't it's know my how life. I'm supposed to. Yeah. How am I supposed to yeah. respond? Wow, that's yeah. hilarious. I need to see the movie. I haven't. Me too. I haven't even made effort to like look into showtimes or anything. So me neither. I kind can... of don't want to. I've been waiting because I don't want to be in a theater where people are like dancing and screaming. I can deal mm. with singing, but like we. Are not going to get Eras tickets where we currently stand, at least in our lives, <laughs> with our current paychecks. And so I'm like, I want to like see it to like experience it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I haven't gone yet because I've been trying to avoid that. But yeah, and I feel like we're not over it yet. At least me, I'm yeah, a Scorpio guys, I'm not over it yet. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, that's why the I tickets were also very expensive. I know they were. Yeah, they're like, like priced the more. Yeah, they're priced more than regular movie tickets. All right. <laughs> Is that true? I think we should. St- <laughs> yeah, it's like, I think we should stop talking about Move this. Move on. Now. Okay. Well, I will see it one day. I just haven't yet. Same. But. Same, same. Anyways, time to get into some of your <laughs> questions so we don't get ourselves canceled. Exactly. So. That's the other thing. I'm like, let's move on because the Swifties are coming for us. I already know. Yeah. It. I know. So funny. Oh, man. Okay. The first question we got okay. submitted, which was submitted like very early. So kudos for you. It was the first one. Yeah. And it was like our videos or sorry, our episodes go live at 1 a.m. Eastern time. And then I usually check around like 730 to make sure that they're actually up. And this was already in there. So I was like, we love Damn. it. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Within the first seven hours. And so... That said, do you guys have a Goodreads and can we add you? Also, I love this app. It was so funny. I'd love to hear more stories about when y'all go out to bars slash dinner, etc. 
So thanks. I <laughs> love that. That's so nice. Too. First yeah. of all, just focusing on the second half, as soon as I read this, I was like, Tag, do we have more like yeah. classic Tag and Sadie stories that we can just like whip out on the podcast? But I feel like we definitely want to do more of that. And it yeah. was something actually we kind of put out there at the beginning of season three on our Instagram stories, we were like, do you guys want more guests, more solo mm -hmm. episodes? Do you want more like deep dives on certain topics? Do you want more life updates? And we were so surprised because people voted for solo episodes over guests, I believe. And then yeah. they voted for personal life updates way more than I thought because I'm like, yeah, we're just, who would care? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least that's what we think. So I don't know. I feel like it's nice to see that. And last week's episode was so much fun. If you didn't listen, please go listen. We have quite a few laughs and stories in there, but I feel like we have some plans coming up to do some like recaps. And even if it's like a seasonal recap, maybe a monthly recap, we have a mm -hmm. trip to New York coming up kind of in the winter where we are already planning on doing like a trip recap. So I feel like we can maybe start doing more of those and then it'll yeah. fill the whole like sharing stories. Not saying that every time we go to a bar, we meet professional <laughs> sports players. <laughs> I wish. But yeah, right. Me too, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, and we but don't actually try. go out that often either because we are, I'm not going to say old, but we're older. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, we're both, to, well, you're 27 Tegan, for hold a on. couple more days, but. Yeah, Tegan's an old married woman, okay? Mm -hmm. So, no, I'm kidding. I gotta stay at home. I'm like. I'm like, I need to go out for the content, man. People yeah, need I to know. deliver. <laughs> we can do it. I can make the sacrifice <laughs> and leave my house. All, I feel like all of my stories are just like weird. Like they're, I don't know. That story that we told about like meeting those uh, baseball players last week felt very glamorous, but I feel like that's not what it's usually like for us like I feel like it's like nasty and gross like Toronto is not like a glamorous city to me it's like I don't know I think it's how you perceive it maybe like and also that night we were living our most glamorous lives like I was like yeah tonight it, we are the, the women we always aspire to be yeah so it was like that yeah. was the vibe we're putting out that was the vibe we were getting so we just need to take that mindset I don't know I feel like I do have I don't know. I kind of romanticize my life. So I feel like I always mm. perceive things as very like funny or like glamorous, right. even if they're not. But I can't think of anything right now. But next time I down and report share back it to the pod. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then anyway, as far as our like good reads go, I think yes. we can like link them in the show notes or whatever. Yeah. They're not. I feel like this is uh, not going to be very exciting, but you can see what we read and how we read everything and follow us or be our friends I don't know the yeah. terminology but yeah yeah we definitely can I was trying to find if we have like usernames on Goodreads I'm I literally go I on Goodreads know. just to see how I'm tracking on my yearly yep. book goal like Me too. I'm not my sister uses it like social media and I'm like I don't I just yeah. put in my shit to track it but anyways all that to say I don't think we have usernames I think it's just under our name just our names so yeah we'll just put it in the show notes that's probably the easiest way to find it yeah perfect I mean we do get sent book PR so that's True. kind of interesting like sometimes we get 
I'm trying to like justify why people would want to follow us there, but we sometimes read books like before the release, but maybe you just want to see what we like rate and read things and yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm overthinking it. it, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So that's the first question. Second question was how to adjust to jet lag. I live between Germany and Indonesia. So I feel like I haven't experienced like big jet lag in a while just because I haven't traveled since pre-pandemic to like probably Mm -hmm. my last big trip was Bali speaking of Indonesia back in 2020 but since then I really haven't gone to like Europe or anything where the time zone is super different obviously I went to Mexico but that was just a two-hour difference and any other trips that I've gone on have been fairly local so I'll just say I don't have like recent experience, but something I try to do and tried to do in my past trips as well is just to like, this is something I say to answer any question ever is like, just take care of yourself as much as possible. And this means like drinking lots of water, getting lots of sleep, and that's leading up to your vacation, making sure you're, you know, well rested and going to be in your best like mindset and like best version of yourself when you show up on your trip or in the place that you're going. But that also means, you know, trying to sleep on the plane if it's an overnight flight or I don't know, just things like that. Also like Mm -hmm. eating and like drinking lots of water once you're there and just continuing to take care of yourself. So that's the biggest thing. And then probably my second biggest thing is I try to power through as much as possible and I'm yeah. I'm never like, oh, it's this time back home, but it's this time here. No wonder I feel this way. Like I'm like, no, this is the time it is now wherever I am and I'm going to kind of act accordingly. And obviously that's <laughs> a lot easier said than done, but it's like just because it's, I don't know, 5 p.m. and I'm tired doesn't mean I'm going to go to bed. Like I'm going right. to get up, get out and like force myself to make it to 9 p.m., which in my mind is a reasonable time to go to bed, <laughs> you know? And then it's like, again, just trying to like power through as much as possible. So again, that's easier said than done, but I think there's things you can do to try to kind of refresh yourself without taking a nap or sleeping. And that could be as simple as taking a nice shower, like a nice cold shower to wake yourself up or going out for a walk, getting some fresh air. And this also sounds kind of counterproductive or counterintuitive, but also exercising can give you like a jolt of energy rather than taking a nap. So it could just be, you know, you do that instead of napping to power through and not and try to, I guess, keep on a sleep schedule that is relevant to that time zone, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with the powering through. That's something that I always try to do if I'm traveling somewhere with a time change. And that applies to like meal times too. Like yeah. I get that sometimes you're hungry at weird times, but I'll have like a little snack and then still try to be like eating at the appropriate time because I just feel like that helps my body too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when I wake up, I always try to get in like direct sunlight because I feel like that can help. And yeah. if you're going on vacation, like it sounds like this is someone who lives there. So you would be getting up probably to like work and that kind of thing. But if you're going for vacation, usually in the first couple of days, I'll try to 
book something that will force me to be like awake at an appropriate time if that's applicable mm. for the time zone so if it's like I don't know to wake up at 9 a.m might be a hardship but it's like I'll book a yoga class purposefully then because then it's like I'm forced to get up and then once I'm up I'll stay up and that can sort of help I also yeah. find that if you have like a bedtime routine, it can be really helpful to stick to it. Even when you're traveling, if like every single night when you're at home, you do your skincare, you read, you're not on your phone and that's how you go to bed. It's like if continue to do that and that mm -hmm. can sort of signal your brain. And I like to sort of view it as an opportunity to like reset your internal clock too, which could be nice depending on which way the time change goes like I've traveled to Hawaii before and it's six hours and but it's like you wake up six hours early which is lovely it's like you wake right. up at 6 a.m in Hawaii sunrise obviously the other way is a lot less fun but I still think it's like a good opportunity to be like okay we're resetting what time do I want to wake up I'm gonna be tired anyways so let's like get this started on the right foot I guess yeah yeah definitely I love that I love the internal reset yeah our next question was how to navigate finances and what's the deal with investing and the first thing that came to mind for me especially for people in their 20s is to not ignore your finances I know so many people and a, a lot more when I was in my early 20s who would not look at their credit card, would not look at their bank account. And it, you know, it's stressful. <laughs> I get it, especially when you have not a lot of money. It's stressful. But like you need to know what your financial situation is. And that's the mm -hmm. first step towards, I think, having a good financial power in your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that I want to say is probably the biggest thing. If you're like, I just ignore my bank account. I hope my paycheck goes in there. Like you should be keeping track of that because if you miss getting paid once month, which has happened to me and you're not checking it, that's a bummer for yeah. you. If you get charged for something on your credit card, which has also happened to me yeah. that you did not purchase, like you have to flag that with your credit card company within an appropriate amount of time so it's like you also just need to be looking out for yourself I think yeah that's so true it's funny because when I was in school and had zero money I was obsessed with checking my bank account because I was mm. like I have no money where the money I do have I need to know where it's going how it's being spent right. like I was way more on top of it I would check my bank account multiple times a day oh my without God. even like knowing I hadn't spent any money but it was that's obviously like deep-rooted financial insecurity but mm. I'm like I think you can be both ways, but I think really what we're yeah. trying to get at is like, yeah, try and create a positive relationship with money and like, mm -hmm. don't be afraid of what you see. You know, I think it's important to be realistic with it. For me, the first thing that came to mind was speaking of being realistic is taking an honest look at what your financial goals are and then prioritizing your spending based off of that. And mm -hmm. I did like a whole episode a few weeks ago about how I manage my money, how I manage to save money despite, you know, 
traveling and shopping and things like that. So maybe go give that episode a listen. Shameless plug for my solo episode. (laughs) But really, I think if you listen to that episode, you'll hear that what's important to me is not typically, you know, important to other people or like it's not what you hear. But again, I know what's important to me and then I spend my money according to that. So it's like it's more important to me to live in Toronto and pay over $2,000 in rent for my apartment than to live in a small town where rent is maybe under $1,000. You know, like it's more important for me to do that. So I think once you're kind of know what your goals are, and this could also be, so for instance, what's important to you? I just said like living in the city is important to me. Traveling is important to me, things like that. But then I think also coming up with an idea of what are you saving for? You know, kind of building up like a savings, like an emergency savings fund, and then maybe having another account where you're saving towards a certain goal, if it's buying a car or if it's buying a house or, you know, things like that, maybe launching a business, whatever it is. I think it's just important to have direction and then mm-hmm. kind of make decisions in your daily life, keeping those priorities in mind. Yeah, 100%. We also have, uh, since we're plugging old episodes, uh, an episode where we talked to uh, Rennie the Resource. And so this was season two, episode eight. And we went into the details of like how to have a better relationship with money and the like 101 basics of investing which uh, I thought that Brenny was amazing. She also has like a YouTube channel. She's very active on all the social platforms with like little tips and tricks. She like purchased her own home and so she's killing it. And so that I think is another good episode to listen to if you haven't yet. Yeah, especially around the investing side because I love this question. What's the deal with investing? (laughs) And why I love that so much is because I really didn't have any financial literacy up until like a few years ago and the idea of investing really intimidated me so it's like what is the deal with this and (laughs) I think going back to kind of how I was raised and whatever I think in my mind it was always like in order to have a lot of money you have to work really hard and I think the Mm -hmm. biggest unlock with investing is you don't always like yes you need to work hard to you know earn money you have to have a job right. and income whatever but it's also what you do with that money can really make a difference and investing like that's where investing comes in so it is 1000% worthwhile to educate yourself i think starting with Renny the resource is amazing she's i've learned a lot just watching her youtube channel there's also books out there like i read the wealthy barber there's two books for that now Another book I just added to my TBR, which you would see on Goodreads, is I Will (laughs) Teach You to Be Rich. I've been hearing a lot about that lately. So I think there's less intimidating intimidating ways to learn about this. And then once you do, you know, feel like you have goals, you have your priorities, you have kind of the basic understanding or at least have an interest in learning more, I also think it can be a great idea to connect with a financial advisor. And that's typically Mm -hmm. a service available at your bank. And this, why this is so important is just to remember that 
while you can read books and take courses and watch YouTube videos, it's often very generic that you're learning about this type of stuff, which is important. But finances are so personal. Those goals that you set, your priorities are so personal to you. We're working with a financial advisor. They're taking into account your specific financial situation, your specific financial goals, and they can give you personalized advice to make that come to life if it's through investing, if it's through you know, different types of accounts, how much you should be putting into those accounts, things like that. So reach out for help essentially is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, totally agree. Like your bank wants you to have more money because then you'll put more money in their bank. So they're there to try and help you, you know, make that money. Like my bank helped me set up my TFSA, my RRSP. They helped Mm -hmm. me like recommend how much I should be putting in each month and set it so it was automatic. Like they're there to make it easier for you to build your money basically because that is a good incentive for them. So totally agree. Yeah. Awesome. The next question is how to adjust quickly of change of routine when you move every one to three months. So I feel like this, a lot of kind of what we said almost for the jet lag almost applies to this. (laughs) And I think the first thing I want to say is that we talk so much about routine on the podcast. We talk about like updating your routine and like evaluating your routine and, you know, changing the things that aren't working. But it is very hard when your routine isn't working to know how to change it or if it's constantly changing all the time. And really the only experience I have with this outside of like seasonal updates to my routine and whatnot is through the pandemic. I was spending about two weeks in my apartment here in Toronto and then I would go stay with my parents for two weeks at their place outside of the city. And it was really tough at first because it was literally like just like totally different environment, totally different. You know, I felt like I had to do a different routine and I don't know, it was Mm -hmm. also tough to be like on my own then back living with my parents for half a month kind of thing but all this to say I think the most important thing to do is like be compassionate with yourself like for me anytime I don't adjust to something quickly if it's a new routine if it's a new skill if it's a new task at work immediately I get frustrated and I'm like why is this taking so long to figure out you know, meanwhile, it's only been one week of your new routine. So (laughs) the biggest thing I want to say is just acknowledge that it is hard, validate that experience and remind you to be compassionate with yourself. However, what did help me was finding parts of my routine that I could stay consistent with, despite if I was at my apartment or with my parents and what that looked like, kind of what we were saying again with the whole jet lag thing was finding parts of your routine that aren't environment dependent, aren't time dependent. So it's like the time I go to bed and wake up, like that can stay the same. Once I wake up, maybe it's the routine of taking my vitamins, doing my skincare routine, making coffee. Like again, that's not environment dependent. I can continue to have that same morning routine every day or your wind down routine. Like Tegan said, if it's doing your skincare routine, reading a book, going to bed, I think you Mm -hmm. can keep those little routines the same regardless of where you are. And then also outside of that, or maybe part of those routines is also finding grounding practices. And maybe you're like rolling your eyes at me (laughs) when I say that, because it sounds kind of like 
I don't know, spiritual and a little out there. But I think what I mean by that is just finding things where you feel like you can just relax, unwind and be yourself again, regardless of where you are. So for me, that looks like, you know, journaling, maybe in the morning or maybe it's right before bed, doing yoga, going for a walk, anything where you can just kind of like be with yourself. I think that's really important when you are in a time of change. And then maybe it's working those grounding practices into your routine and they become kind of those like consistent parts of your routine, regardless of where you are. Yeah, totally agree. I also feel like if you're, you know, traveling with other people, whether it's like a partner or your parents, it's important to kind of carve space for yourself. Like Mm -hmm. I find sometimes as someone with a partner, the norm is like to just spend all your time with them and then be like, well, I didn't have any time to do the things I need to do to feel better. So it's your sort of like responsibility to, to like carve the time to, if you need to have like a bedtime routine to make yourself feel better, like set that time aside for you as well. Totally. I love that. Great. Our next question was submitted by me (laughs) because I randomly (laughs) thought of it this week and was curious. (laughs) And this is, which uh, boyfriend from Sex and the City would you date? Also, for those who aren't watching, my cat is here. And so this is her first, like, video cameo. But, uh, yeah. She's here every week, guys. Usually she has a lot to say, too. And we can never get it on She did me out, but I was (laughs) strategically moving the mic. But, uh... (laughs) Yeah, she's, she's here living her best life <laughs> and as she leaves. Okay. Bye, she's girl. our third host. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, Tag. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to let you down with this answer. I don't. None of them are coming to mind. I'm really only yeah. thinking. Initially, I was only thinking of Carrie's boyfriend. Then I was right. like, okay, I should probably think of the other characters as well. Open the pool a little bit more. Sure. And I still can't decide. Mm. They all have their flaws for sure. but Yeah. And in the sense where I wasn't ever watching it being like, oh, my God, I love him. Like, you know, it was Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I didn't. My dream man was not casted in Sex and the City. (laughs) What would you say? I would say Aiden. I think that he's the most like my husband and Aiden, at least with his like little introduction when he's still like a furniture worker and he wears like turquoise jewelry and all denim. Like I thought that was a vibe. I don't think Carrie should have ended up with him. I think that Mm -hmm. Carrie and Big fully deserve each other and they should just (laughs) be together and stop bugging other people. I do (laughs) see a lot of people like the big debate is who's the better boyfriend, Steve or Harry, but yeah, I still mm. pick Aiden. I do love yeah. Harry though. Yeah. So. Me too. Yeah, I don't know. I, I forgot about Harry for a second. Why did I? I feel like you. <laughs> I don't know why, but like Smith is coming to mind for me. Like for me. Yeah, because he's just like. Y- his own he's, little independent dude like Sam gets to be her own person and he's you know yeah I was thinking about that as well but then I was like I don't know 
I again, I also didn't see the movies, so kind of the yeah, I'm not counting. Okay, perfect. Because I feel like there's a whole plot in there with Smith and Samantha that I don't really know that much. But I don't know. Interesting. I agree that Aiden is the best boyfriend for Carrie, or the best of her boyfriends. However, I agree with you that he's too good for her. Yeah, but I don't know. Or you could this just pick, hard. like, a random boyfriend. Although they are all really weird. Like, none of them, I feel like, they aren't normal. But. Yeah. Should we just go with Smith for me? Is that, sure. Is we that ha- the final verdict? <laughs> sure. I we don't had know someone uh, that, but... comment on one of our TikToks uh, about how much we hated Burger. And they were like, oh, he was God. even worse than the guy in the mental hospital. And I was like, I like the guy in the mental hospital. <laughs> it's played by David yeah. Duchovny. Like, yeah, he's kind of crazy. But, you know, but hey, he's we're doing all his going best. through our shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's funny. No, Burger's the ultimate worst. I would yeah. choose Big over Burger. Oh, 100%. It, I, yeah. Yeah. I was like, is that How do we thing? feel? about i don't know why i'm like falling down this rabbit hole now how do we feel about the guy who lived with his parents and worked in the comic book shop let me try and remember this who was it does she like go to his family's house or something yeah yeah like takes her to an arcade on the first date and then they scoot her home and she was like i don't scoot on the first date and it's the one where oh, gosh, um, I can't remember too much. Her parents, uh, it's like one of my favorite episodes. This is why it's ingrained in my brain. His parents come back and they're smoking weed, and then they're like, "Who brought this weed into my innocent son's house?" And she's like, "I did, and I'm taking it with me." You remember this? Yeah, <laughs> I that do guy has remember a soft this. spot in my heart for some reason <laughs> i can tell he's only one episode it's just one of my favorite episodes i find it so funny but what yeah. season is that because i think mm. i'm this Maybe is the other like thing where i'm like three? re-watching okay i don't Maybe know i'm past it i don't know where i'm re-watching right now so i'm like all i can think of are like the characters right now yeah where smith's not even in it yet like things yeah like that. harry's not in it but that's funny. I totally forgot about that guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are some there are some winners. There is, oh, but God. hey, that's the dating life. You never know yeah. what you're going to get. And I also think it's a good reminder that the perfect person doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> not to be all... a downer. Yeah, Blood. not to be a downer, yeah. but it's like even you as a person, you know, like you're not yeah. going to be exactly perfect the way you are for someone else. Like Mm-hmm. You're going to, I don't know, you have to navigate things and figure things out together and that's normal and that's why the show is the best because it normalizes that. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm still trying to think. <laughs> that's okay. I mean. I'm going to have to like journal about this tonight, like extensively, yeah. like pro con, like charts for every guy in the show. Yeah. Well now, Okay switching gears to gilmore girls are you team logan jess or dean okay for rory or for me actually it doesn't matter oh it doesn't matter the answer is almost the same 
I, this is a hot take and don't ask me about Lorelai because I have the hottest take of all. Oh God. Yeah. I don't even want to know. For Rory and for me, I'm team Logan. I like Jess. Mm. Okay. But Jess, again, going through his shit. I don't think they're like, you know, Jess isn't ready for Rory. Even in the end, like when he comes back, I'm like, I like this, but it, it just isn't meant to be for me. Like, yeah. again, Team Jess over Team Dean, 1,000%. Jess is, like, everything to me in my head, and maybe this is everyone's head, I think. He grows up to be the dad, and this is us. You know, like, this is Jess's story. He ends up <laughs> becoming this great guy, and we love yeah. that for Jess, but I don't think he was for Rory. I liked Logan a lot. People, everyone's always like, Rory... Like, Logan made Rory this awful person, and, like, she's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, Logan had nothing to do with that. Like, Logan yeah, obviously she was had awful. his problems all as along. well. <laughs> but she was yeah. going through her own shit. Like, yeah. all of the decisions she made had absolutely nothing to do with Logan. So yeah. I really like Logan. And I think out of all these shows, Logan is probably the most my type, not just because he's, mm. like, rich and, like, wealthy, <laughs> <laughs> but like just his charisma his like the personality yeah i'm like i'm 1000 percent attracted to this you know so mm. that's it for me 1000 percent. i am also team logan i do not like jess at no. all and i don't really have reasons like there is the like the one scene which obviously the this show's from a long time ago, so it's not as significant then, I'm sure, where he's, like, very pressury around sex, which, yeah, yeah. like, is Red Flag City. But even just, like, in general, I just don't like his vibe. I just find him he's so bad boy. rude. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm he's like, be nice to Lorelai. See, no, yeah. I love that. And I oh, feel God. like that's a character where it's, like, the misunderstood bad boy meets the good girl who only she Mm -hmm. understands him like that's the romance of it you know and it's like he'll only be good for her like it's romantic I think and I like that but it's like does Rory need that no you know yeah I'm like she's She's just bringing down the life yeah exactly. exactly so I agree with team Logan for her okay Perfect. Well, there we go. I was way more prepared to talk about that. For a fight? No. (laughs) No, I was aligned to talk about that over Sex in the City. Oh, I see what you mean. I thought you were like, I was prepping in case you were like, how dare you? No, 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 no. (laughs) Do you want to hear my hot take about Lorelai? Is it that she should be with... Oh, God. I can't even... (laughs) Okay. I Just told my it. sister this. My sister knows every single thing about me. I'm pretty sure Tegan's the first person I ever told my opinion to. And then I told my sister. And my sister was shook. She's like a bigger Gilmore Girls girl than I am. She, like I said, knows absolutely everything about me. And she was like, I never saw this coming. And oh, like, God. I am disgusted by you. So my mm. hot take and the whole world disagrees with me, but I stand by it. I think Lorelai and Christopher are. Oh, soulmates. my God. That is foul. I do. <laughs> That's disgusting. I think I think Luke is the best character in the whole show. Like he's literally the best. That is without a doubt. But it goes back what we were saying about Carrie and Big, okay, where it's like 
or Carrie and Aiden, sorry, where it's like yeah. Aiden's too good for Carrie. You know, she just fucks up. She's like self-centered, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. I have the same opinion about Lorelai and Luke. And I'm like, Christopher and Lorelai just have the history. They have the chemistry. Like, they are the same person, which I know sometimes opposites attract. You know, like, if you're the same person, yeah. it's not always compatible. But watching it, I'm like... This is great. And I think, again, the whole seventh season of Gilmore Girls was written by different writers, different mm -hmm. producers, different end to the show. And then that, I think, is what messed up the narrative around Lorelai and <laughs> Christopher. I feel like I'm, like, yeah. saying a conspiracy theory. But I'm, like, had they never – I don't – okay, yeah. maybe spoilers. But I'm, like, had they didn't – if they didn't have the plot of getting married and, like, yeah, that's it not working out – yeah people yeah. wouldn't be so heated about my opinion but i'm like if we just disregarded this like yeah i don't know I, that's yeah. my hot take see christopher is like one of my most hated characters <laughs> it like i will not watch episodes that he's in and so i just got to season seven oh and i'm just God. like i'm not gonna watch it because i he just bugs me i don't know what it see, is but he he's has very annoying he is, but he has character <laughs> growth. And what yeah. I like is character growth, you know? So I'm like, this is why, and I see it along their, like, journey where I'm like, I see character growth. Yeah. I see how this could be something great. But I didn't ever want it for, like, the, oh, then the family ends up happy together. Like, I wasn't romanticizing right. that at all. But it was just like, no, you cannot deny that there's the most chemistry between oh my god Lorelai <laughs> I, and Christopher I will deny it now that is insane <laughs> oh my god I'm getting so sweaty you're like stressing me <laughs> out by saying these things <laughs> yeah, you're like crazy. where are you you're like we're co-hosts if one of us goes down the other yeah. goes down too like it's inevitable Gilmore girl fans I'm not with her like <laughs> oh my god oh my I just god. saw Taylor Swift said Gilmore girls was her favorite show in I saw okay I don't I hope I don't ruin this for anybody but I saw somebody say how Lorelai Gilmore and Taylor Swift have like the exact same personality and now I can't unsee it oh. it's almost ruining Gilmore Girls for me right now where I'm like oh. mm -hmm. but for me I'm like in my mind because this is the case for me Lorelai came first <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like this is the Lorelai yeah. here like I have to put my mental yeah blocks up be like no this is Lorelai you're watching Lorelai <laughs> wow yeah I can't what? It. wow what a fun little rabbit hole we've fallen yeah down. moving on from 90s and early 2000s tv shows um a question yeah <laughs> a question we received was do you prefer dating apps versus IRL dating and I have been I in a relationship for 10 years, but I'm still going to guess that 99% of people would say IRL dating. I feel like nobody can trust anything I say anymore. They're like, <laughs> true. whatever this girl's opinion yeah. is, I don't want to hear it after the whole Gilmore Girls thing. Yeah. Yeah. I So this is my opinion as someone who is single and dating. I think 
meeting someone in person is almost preferred because mm-hmm. you can pick up their vibe a lot quicker. You know, like True. it's like immediately you can hear their voice, you can see their mannerisms, you can see the way they interact with the world. And that can really dictate if you vibe with someone or not. Yeah. And it's kind of like, okay, going back to another favorite thing from my childhood is like Sims. You know, when like a Sim would walk in and then it's like they get like hearts around it and then it's like, oh, mm-hmm. so-and-so just walked in. Like you almost can feel that in person with some people and you're just like, yeah. I don't know what it is, but like there's something that's like a vibe between yeah. us. Where on dating apps, you obviously don't get that and you see – kind of what they want you to see so it's like oh he's really athletic and sporty but that's just because he has five pictures of that one time he played in a hockey game you know like mm-hmm. you don't really get the vibe the same however all that being said i think it's a lot obviously easier for dating apps to meet people there's also as much as i was just saying you know the profile might not be completely accurate or like completely show a vibe there is at least something there to start a conversation so it's like oh right <laughs> i was going to crack an awful like fish joke but i decided oh, not yeah. to <laughs> but you know you have something rather than just like pulling out conversation from thin air yeah. being like hey how's your night going whatever and there's also like obviously a mutual interest if you both liked each other and like matched so it's like permission to approach kind of thing and like start Mm -hmm. conversation where in real life maybe they're in a relationship you don't know or maybe they're worried you're in a relationship so they never come over and talk to you or whatever it is so there's pros and cons to both i feel like for me going back to the whole it's easier to date in dating apps my strategy is like it's easier to find people and start the conversation in dating apps but then i prefer in real life dating so it's like get them off the app as soon as possible kind of thing and meet up with them in person. So it's a little bit of the best of both worlds. You find the person on the app, but then you do like a quick vibe check in the app and then you're in person first date to actually start asking questions and getting to know each other. I don't like getting to know each other via text and app and everything else. True. Complicated answer, maybe. No, I did think I, that makes sense. Did I regain my credibility? Does that sound <laughs> legit? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. if his name is Christopher. No, oh my God. Even that name, Barf. Sorry to all the Christophers listening, but that name has been ruined. Oh, my oh God, man. So okay. Funny. So this next question's related and it's how do you date without dating apps? We have episodes on this as well. I don't remember which ones exactly. I think we maybe did one rounding up the best uh, dating advice from TikTok around Valentine's Day this year. I'm pretty sure it was in that one. And regardless that I remember after we recorded that episode, I was like, that was one of my favorite episodes (laughs) ever. Like it was so fun. We talked about your guys's celebrity crushes in that like it was Mm -hmm. just so much fun the best rom-coms things like that but then we got into dating advice from tiktok and a lot of it was like this exactly how do you date in real life how do you meet people in real life so go give that a listen i think the high level like cheat sheet or the takeaways from that is really you just need to put yourself out there and kind of view every opportunity that you leave the house as an opportunity to meet someone. And part of that is showing and expressing to the people that you interact with when you are out that you're open to meeting new people. So that's, you know, making eye contact, 
it's smiling at people, it's entertaining small chat, or maybe even being the one to say good morning to that cute person you see on your commute every morning. Like it's you showing. Actually, there's this theory on, I think actually maybe it started on Sex in the City, but the whole idea of having your light on or like turning on your green mm-hmm. light to essentially signify to other people, hey, I'm single and interested in like getting to know you. So I think that's important, but all of that is communicated through your body language and how you kind of are interacting with the people that you are coming across when you are out. Yeah. I feel like it's almost like simple, but in like stupid ways where it's Mm -hmm. like, if there's a guy you see that you think is cute and there's an open seat beside him, like sit in the seat. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be a big complicated plan. It can just be like, go say hi to that guy sit next to the cute guy at the bar if you think i don't know that guy's interesting looking sit beside him on the bus or whatever it might be like i feel like it comes down to being a lot of just like simple things like that like making eye contact yeah totally looking yeah i have a (laughs) smile i have a story it didn't happen to me unfortunately but one day it will and it's the classic (laughs) example of this so i just watched love at first sight on netflix which was a super cute movie rom-com definitely recommend you watch it if you're looking for like a good chick flick but the whole plot is essentially these two strangers meet in an airport on their way to london and then plot twist not plot twist, spoiler alert, they fall in love. (laughs) So I just watched this movie. So did my friend that I went to Mexico with. Then we go to the airport at like 7 a.m. to board our 10 a.m. flight to Mexico. And we're sitting at our gate. We order breakfast and we're just chatting, catching up. And all of a sudden we notice that this movie plot is unfolding before our eyes at the table right next to us. And I text Tegan all about it because I was like, this is how I'm going to meet my soulmate. Like, this is how it's happening. But literally, it's exactly what Tegan was saying, where these two people clearly didn't know each other. However, they chose to sit at a long communal table, despite both being by themselves. And they sat pretty much across from each other. Like, the, I think, I can't even remember who was sitting there first, but... Whoever was sitting there, the person chose to sit across from them and over one rather than sitting at the complete opposite end of the table, which is where I would have sat. I probably actually would have sat at the same table I sat at with my friend, which was like a table for two. You know what I mean? It wasn't a (laughs) communal table. And had I sat at the communal table to try and be open, like I would have sat at the other end because had I sat next to them or across from them when the whole table's empty, I would have felt weird, you know, and like, oh, I don't want to feel like I'm trying too hard. But you have to put Mm. yourself in those positions if this is your goal. And this is me giving myself a pep talk as much as it's giving whoever's listening to this a pep talk because it is uncomfortable, but that's the only way this other person's going to pick up on the vibe. And what ended up happening, I don't know the whole story, obviously. I can tell you what happens (laughs) in the movie, but I don't know what happened to these two people, but they did end up packing up their stuff and then going and boarding their flight together. So Mm -hmm. I was like, who knows? You know, maybe this is literally the movie. Like maybe they end up sitting beside each other on the plane. They exchange phone numbers. They meet up once they're in whatever destination they're in. Like who knows how this story goes from here. But the most important part 
is that the story started. So that's all you have to do. Put yourself in the position to start the story. And my story obviously takes place at the airport, sitting at a communal table, but (laughs) it goes back to like you could be doing this at a coffee shop, you know, rather than sitting at at least some coffee shops that like there's a really nice Starbucks reserve not far from my house and they have like Mm. so many long communal tables. It's like sit at that rather than at a little table for two or they also have kind of like a bar to sit at since it's a Starbucks reserve. Maybe you sit there and do some work rather than staying at your house or whatever. Like you were saying, Tay, go to the bar, sit at the bar rather than sitting at a table. Even when you go with your friends, choose to sit at the bar. It could also be like seeking out actual events and stuff to meet people to put yourself out there. If you're in Canada, I recommend looking up Flair events. It's like speed dating, but they also do dating event events. So Mm -hmm. one I did was like a cocktail making class and then there was speed dating after it, but they do like axe throwing. They'll also do just straight up speed dating with no activity involved, but look that up. It's in, I think, almost all the major cities here in Canada. But if you're not in Canada, just go on Eventbrite and look up like dating events, speed dating, Mm -hmm. like This is a great way to, A, know everyone going has the same intentions of you of meeting people. Everyone going is single, probably, (laughs) hopefully. And, you know, again, it's kind of like a dating app, but it works in the same way as a dating app, but is all in real life. But again, Mm -hmm. outside of that, going to the gym, picking up a new hobby or trying out new classes, saying yes, going out to parties when people invite you, like you just need to put yourself out there. Yeah, 100%. Even just like little things like, yeah, no, I loved it. Sorry. Like not having your headphones on, like if you're going to work in a coffee shop or like smiling or like being the person to start the conversation. If you're, you know, wanting to sit beside someone, you can ask like, hey, is this seat open and smile and make eye contact. And if they want to talk to you, that's you telling them, hey, you can talk to me, you know, so yeah, it seems complicated, but it's simple it's really not I think yeah 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 and I or think it sounds my, simple at least <laughs> yeah and my problem and I think probably a lot of people feel this way as a woman especially it's like okay but if I'm turning on my green light for the good guys that often right. also turns on the green light for the guys I don't want to talk to me so I think yeah. you also it's kind of goes back to like don't count yourself out before you even count yourself in like I think we've mm-hmm brought that kind of saying up so many times in so many different aspects of the podcast but I think this goes for it where it's like just because you're afraid of one thing happening it's limiting you from even giving something else the possibility of happening and again this is me giving myself this pep talk since I am (laughs) bitch face as soon as I step out of the house I'm like I dare you to mess with me (laughs) Mm. I dare you to talk to me like that's the vibe I give off headphones in no eye contact so I don't know I think it's all in perspective and yeah how you show up in the world (laughs) yeah totally well and just think now going forward any little freaks who come to talk to you you can come and tell your story on the podcast and then at least you'll have stories to tell oh goodness I do feel like as someone in a relationship a lot of the people who talk to me are older which I kind of like. Oh, man. I like chatting yeah. to the old fellows at the bar. They're always <laughs> like, what are you doing here? 
we just hanging out. What are you doing here? So at least that's positive. <laughs> yeah, that I guess. is very true. That is a classic yeah. Tegan Friday night out. Like yeah, straight to I've an old fella. I love. I think it's actually because I go to dive bars where it's all old people. Yeah, and, me. and yeah, the like you're listening to, like typically like country music, like because yeah. that's what your husband's band is. So I feel it's just yeah, the demographic. Yeah. those bars and scene bring out but yeah they do always That's buy me funny. drinks though because they're we love like, that. excited to have a friend to chat to so yeah a pretty That's young good. girl they just yeah. want to buy a drink for they're like you're yeah. keeping the music scene alive i'm like you're right <laughs> you're like right i deserve this damn drink. right yeah yeah <laughs> so funny oh, as man. long as it's the older men at the bar rather than the older men in your dms being like hey need a sugar oh, daddy God. Yeah. Or I've had Uber drivers as they're driving me someplace. Oh, and I'm like, are you going to abduct me? Oh, gosh. So that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, yeah. We really need to change the narrative around the your going out stories. <laughs> yeah. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's so funny. Well, well there we go. I think. Yeah. We've gone on so many rants. Me yeah. specifically. Things people didn't even want to hear but that's (laughs) how it goes sometimes but thank you guys so much for listening that's all the questions we're going to answer today but we will definitely do another q a in the future so make sure you are following us on social media at our golden 20s we're on instagram tiktok facebook pinterest we have spotify playlists like all the places but anyways that's how you can submit for our next q a you can also like we said submit topics you want us to talk about or questions, literally anything you want to say, you can also submit on Spotify. If you're listening to this podcast on Spotify right now, we have a little question box on every episode. So feel free to reach out to us that way. And you can also find us on Patreon, which is the best way to support the podcast for as little as $2 a month. And this is also a place where we're really wanting to lean into community, lean into engaging with with you guys giving you guys a lot more value than we can give you in just like a hour episode every day or every week sorry so go join our community there and you can chat with us there as well but that is everything we drop a new episode every tuesday we also appreciate it if you give us a rating give us a review all of that but that is it and we will see you next tuesday bye